everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of List Wars. My name is Michael Moran, and with me we've got Will McKenzie. Hi. And Matt Wyborski. Hello. Matt Wyborski, <laughs> fresh out of Azeroth. <laughs> oh, sorry, returning. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been here, man. How's World of Warcraft? Uh, Azeroth is good. Well, it's WoW Classic, so it's only Azeroth, but yeah, Azeroth's good. It needs me, though. I need to get back there. That's good to hear. Hey, and Will's back again twice in a row. Twice good to see row. you, buddy. You look Thanks, great. Bud. He Thank looks great, guys. If you want to go find his wife, Andrea McKenzie, on Instagram, there's a great picture of him yesterday at a Christmas party. Maybe that was Sunday. But he's just looking better than ever these days. Mm -hmm. um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. A couple things that I realized I never shout out. One, if you like the music at the start, it's by my good friend Max Hunter. He's got like 16 Spotify aliases. My favorite one to listen to at work is called Kitra, K-I-T-R-U-H. He makes like video game music, and he's actually like working for developers to put video game music in video games. Uh, but yeah, check it out. And... I feel like it would be cooler if you put video game music like elsewhere, like at the Grammys. That would be more progressive, so I will pitch that idea to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And our wonderful artwork was by our own favorite guy who we've not been ripping on for eight minutes before we started recording, AJ Yorio of the Heavy Hours. Great band, formerly the Midwesterns. Look out for them, too. They'll be in your earballs shortly, if I'm you, sure. If you see their Instagram, they really like filters on the front of their photos. They're feeling a lot of black and white right now, like ominously yeah. in the snow looking at guitars. Well, that's because, because they're that cool. Was a, AJ just found out about filters. Like, he just found out <laughs> that Instagram does that. So, I mean... I mean, all power to him. Really excited about it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, we just had a discussion before this how... 2019 and everybody likes to make fun of everybody else and put down things that are cool so i'm just gonna say heavy hours band aj you guys are cool and we can leave it at that uh that being said this week we got a hell of a topic for you the office cold opens this show america's sweetheart right greatest show of all time maybe what do you guys think fans i fans? love it but i would definitely not go that far oh okay you don't even think yeah, it's debatable I mean, I I don't proclaim myself to be a big TV watcher, but I feel like anytime you put anything at the greatest of all time other than Tiger Woods, you're you're stepping into <laughs> really sketchy territory. Well, cat? I don't know if you caught our sports heroes episode, but Tiger Woods landed at the greatest sports hero of all time. Of course so. he did, because that's how the universe works. Okay, <laughs> I, but I think I think it's a. <laughs> It's at least in the conversation. My personal favorite show of all time. Spoilers. Uh, but you guys are both... Will, you're a fan, right? Yeah, no. I think it is maybe one of the greatest cell phone shows of all time. Cell phone? Uh, yeah, what I mean by that is you can just turn it on and then look at your cell phone. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, I, watched, yes. I watched it That's all hilarious. live. <laughs> I watched it all live. That was the la I th My claim to The Office is that I think it's... A incredible because it was the last time that everyone kind of watched episodes live because netflix just started releasing things on yeah. streaming around that time and i remember we'd always used to get together like wednesday and thursday nights and watch it at john howard's yeah john howard's parks, or and, parks and rec did that for me when i was in college yeah. that's fair i would watch on hulu though yeah and and it, like it wasn't it right. wasn't exclusively available on network television at a time 
Yeah. That's very interesting because I find myself now slightly annoyed when things aren't released all in one big punch. Like The Mandalorian, yeah. I got to wait each week for an episode. But I, it's nice because, yeah, you can actually talk about shows again. And it's not yeah. like cool for one weekend and there's not pressure to binge it all so you don't get things spoiled for you. Yeah, and so you're not like the one guy who's at dinner who hasn't binged it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you either I get think- spoiled for you or everyone hates you because they can't talk about it. Right. Yeah, I think I think the thing for The Office for me that I think is so cool cuz like quite frankly, I like Parks and Rec better. It's just more like my style of comedy. Hot take. But what I think the I think Parks and Rec had an advantage because The Office effectively effectively created a genre for Parks and Rec to exist in. Oh, hell yeah. Which I like respect the hell out of. I just like to me, Ron Swanson is just like the funniest person to ever walk onto a TV show. And, like, that style of comedy is just, it's more suited to me rather than, like, the awkward comedy of The Office. Now, that being said, I freaking love The Office. Like, I'm not putting The Office down at all. I'm only talking up Parks and Rec, if that makes sense. I gotcha. Yeah, I'll watch anything that Michael Shore writes. I feel like Parks and Rec and The Office are the same to me, and this is a big stretch. Um, But how Seinfeld came on, and it was a show about people who weren't, like, the good guys, and then that paved the way for shows like It's Always Sunny, where like they're like the anti-hero okay. of comedy, where they're doing everything wrong and they're the worst human beings alive. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's reason, a like, great parallel. I thought you were about to stretch the cheer for not the good guys bit and be like, kind of how Seinfeld paved the way for Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, a prequel. Well, we all sure. know Malcolm in the Middle pa- paved that, really. Yeah, yes. <laughs> naturally. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so America's sweetheart of a television show, most watched Netflix show. We're talking Office Cold Opens and our our favorite cold opens. Uh, Are Will, you saying you wanna... open weird? He's saying open. What? He's saying opens. He's putting opens? an O and M in front of it. Open. Open. Yeah. Open. <laughs> I don't know doing? why I did. Uh, so I am I am jet lagged and sick. I don't know if that's a good excuse for what I just did, but. <laughs> We can just we'll throw that out it. for any mistakes there. I'm on India time, and I came back a little sick, but That's I did not. I think I was like the one who got the least diarrhea on the trip. That's um, good. Also, racist. except for Kevin Hamilton. Shout out Kevin Hamilton and his stomach of steel. Kid has never had diarrhea in his life. No, shut He's up. That's what I said. But Stop. like, he, so like we none of us were doing. Any, we were all planet super safe. We weren't eating anything that wasn't cooked. We weren't drinking the water. Kevin's just smashing water from restaurants. He's eating uncooked vegetables. Nothing. No diarrhea in his life. Madman. Yeah. Or he's a liar. Or he's a liar, yeah, which we all say. accused him of, and is maybe more likely. I'm definitely gonna shade on the liar side. Okay, that's fair. Maybe he just top, doesn't know what diarrhea is. Liar. Yeah, maybe he just always no, has we expl- diarrhea. No, we, we like had a 15-minute conversation. Poop. You can't know unless you didn't watch him poop. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, speaking of watching poop, let's get into the podcast. Uh, Will, do you want to start us off with your number five office cold open? Hold on. Yeah. I have. Hold on. I have, oh. a, I have a question yeah. before we start. Yeah, oh, yeah. Please. We cut this out. Yeah, so, how, so okay. So... When we are presenting our pick, are we just like saying like the sentence that everyone would know it by and seeing like if everyone else remembers it or like giving a brief description? Like, how are we introducing Ooh, the cold open? I like that. I like that. I, when we did Avengers, I had the idea I was going to pick a quote of each Avenger that I thought 
uh, epitomized them. And then we started the episode and I said, oh, shoot, I forgot to look that up. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like it. You do you. Do what you want for your own list and we'll see what works. So if all you've right, got quotes, right. say your quotes. I love it. I just what? realized I we'll, didn't we'll make notes of. I didn't make notes of like what episode each of mine happens in, so I'm like kind of. Uh, I don't have the episode. I just did it by memory and like the one thing that I remember it from. Yeah, there's a lot of these. Like I thought I were, like, I was just sitting in my barber and like trying to write down as many that I could that I remembered, and there was like 15. And then when you I go looked to a them barber? up, there were like more yeah, that what? I liked. What you guys don't go to a barber? You just cut your hair in the sink. <laughs> that's, there's other. <laughs> that's, that's the only two options. Wait, no, what no, do you do? On. Does your wife cut it? No, but like I, I just go to a place that cuts hair. That's a barber. a barber. I go to like a no. great clips that Crystal LaRoe happens to work at. That she's a barber or what? Hairstylist is that the word? Well, I don't. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, she does my eyebrows too, so she's kind of like a full face stylist kind of thing. I go to a barber. I have only said what I want at a haircut once in my life because my mom said it when I went to Randy at Salem Barber for the first twenty years. And I moved up here. I found a new guy. I told him once, and now I just go in and sit down. I don't want to have to do You're deal afraid with that of change, and it's insane. Yes. I used to, all through college, I would only get my haircut when we would go home. Like, we'd drive out of the way at Red River Gorge, like on the route to Red River Gorge, and get my haircut in Cincinnati. <laughs> God. That's like a amazing. Two hour detour. I can no. actually relate to that forever. Because, like, I had the, the first lady who cut my hair, she cut my hair until I was 24. Cause I just I was just afraid to change. Like, what if what if they don't cut it right? What if they don't? Yeah. Cause like I didn't know what to do. And then Crystal LaRoe just blew that out of the water when I showed up, and she just does whatever she wants. So I just yeah. Gosh, will All right. do me a everything start. you could be in a catalog right now for so many things. Oh, thank you. My yes. hair is real long right now. If you didn't notice, it's like it's good. Oh, How long it's is it? Out there. Oh, See, dude, if, you if only you had a barber. Hair. Yeah, you, like it's. Oh, good God. Dude, well, God, like real long again. You're, you're looking like me, boy. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Gosh. Um. All right, I'm gonna. You get could started. be in the heavy hours. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you should try. It, it is a requirement to have hair longer than your shoulders. I remember when you played honest. Last Dance with Mary Jane on harmonica at the Anderson Achievers breakfast. Your memory makes such me a so mad. <laughs> That's such a callback. <laughs> like I didn't have that memory in my brain. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Start us off, Will. Sometimes I'm really afraid that you're incepting memories into my brain. <laughs> like I think have, I could like try have, it. Like you have somehow stolen these memories from me, and like you just say them, and I have to believe them because I do not know. Oh uh, yeah, man. You, like in that inner, like you don't realize it, but me and Joseph Gordon-Levitt just fought on a ceiling, and now you believe that. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. So I have like 14 that I wrote down. Yeah, I got a and lot. So I had to like parse them out. So I'm not super confident in my list. Um, it's okay. One that this first one, I don't know if it's the best or the funniest, but it's the one I think about a lot. Wait, so are we? Hold on, are we going bottom up or bo- or no nah, five, five to one? Five, five to one. Yeah, okay, come okay. on. This is in your be, first rodeo, Borsk. I know it's it been would be a bit. anarchy if we started yeah. one to five. I'm, I'm with you. Down. I just. But the way that you phrased it, you were like, I don't know if it's the best. And I was thinking, like, 
Well, obviously, it's not the best because you're giving us your number five. <laughs> what if what if sport what if Sports Center's top ten plays started with the best? That'd be so. I would turn it off after one because I'd. It'd there'd be, be like no, there'd be no anticipation. Well, no, it'd be great because yeah. they'd get all the dumb dunks out of the way. How is that number one every week? He's eight nine feet tall and he's dunking a basketball. It's not impressive. <laughs> it is like too, the least impressive thing ever when a too many dunks. just jumps like four inches and yeah, puts it in the hoop. It's like too many on. dunks. On SportsCenter number one. Speaking of number one, I know we really missed this with N64 games, Will. You thought we might have the same one. But I feel like if there's ever a week we have the same number one, I feel like it's this week. Oh, yeah, I feel like there's be. one best. But oh, take I feel us, like there's take, easily one best. Here. Yeah, Take us to five. <laughs> okay, then we're all, right, all good. So five. Number five. I think this is the one I, I, that I think about a lot, and I do not know why, but it comes up like once a month, once a month in my brain. And it's, does Stanley have a mustache? <laughs> um, I forgot about that. I didn't even write it down. I forgot about that one too. They're debating for like yeah. three minutes whether or not he has a mustache. Pam draws Stanley and with and without a mustache. Dwight claims it doesn't neither look like him. And then he walks in and I think it's Gabe covers his face. <laughs> It's, it's really like short, it. it's really sweet It's just like this hilarious idea That no one knows what anyone else looks like Yeah And that's Inception right there, speaking of Inception Because in that moment They, they make us question everything we've yeah. ever known Like we never like, would have worried about it And in that moment everyone's like googling it And like racking their yeah. brain Like, But he does That's my uh, number 5 Are you writing I, a sound you want me to? Oh, I we should it. all write them down. Yeah, but, um, I got it. I got it. I'm not writing them down. Speaking of which, <laughs> Gabe, one of my favorite lines is, Gabe seems tall when Michael Scott meets Gabe. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gabe's best quote is literally when he's, he's screaming at Andy to shut up about the sun. Shut up about the sun. <laughs> So Corey Campos quoted that to me in India because I was worried about. I was like, "We need sunscreen, guys." And he told me to shut up. I kept bringing it up. Oh, they amazing. have weird sunscreen in India. It's like gel and it's not waterproof. So it's worse in every yeah, way. Well, because think about India. We should just they send them really some banana it. boat. Uh, what? No, they do need it. I mean, <laughs> that's not how skin works. I don't know. Yeah. I think it is. Okay, um, that's next? a great one. Boris, you go next. I'll go next. Uh, there was there's so so I kind of watched The Office in a weird way. Like I just I didn't really like it when it was like on network TV, Ooh. but everyone who I live with loved it. So I just like saw a couple of them in a row and like was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then when like watched an episode and was like, yeah, that wasn't that funny. But I was like missing the entire context of the show. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple cold cold opens for me that stick out as like they're just obviously funny this one is one that is not funny unless you've seen the context and it was one that i saw and i was like this show's so stupid and it's when toby works here again yes oh, so good. that's on all, my list they're all like getting brownies and like oh this is funny like the fat people are taking too many brownies and then uh when uh what's her face freaking kelly. kelly kelly is like oh, i'm gonna take one back to toby and michael's just like oh that'd be pretty funny if he still worked here again and jim is just like oh you don't know do you <laughs> <laughs> like sends him back there oh and then obviously the end of it is just so funny with michael screaming no obviously super funny gif like very yes. gifable moment so gifable uh and I, I saw that one before I had seen any of the show, and I was like, okay, so Michael just randomly hates this guy. But, like, once you've watched the entire series, it's just laugh-out-loud funny content. That's, yeah, it the is. commitment. The unfaltering commitment to just, like, 
He never relents. There's that little bit when they're like doing therapy together. Yeah. God, just the least likable. It's such an unlikable part of Michael Scott, but somehow you just like give it a pass and choose to hate Toby along with him. Right. Yeah. I think that's the beautiful thing about The Office is Michael is actually one of like the most unlikable characters ever. Like his only redeeming quality is his desperate desire for friendship. But he's actually just like a horrible friend and a horrible boss. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys listened at all to the Office Ladies podcast that's been going on with Pam and Angela, but they were talking about how that was their advice from the British show was to give him these little bits of like hu- these human moments where we would sympathize with him so that he would be less hateable because they had to kind of backtrack from that on the British show and yeah, like, yeah. figure out a way to make people not hate him. Because he's like yeah. also one of the most lovable characters. Right. Right. Yeah, like your love for his stupidity, like he's like a dumb little kid that you love, and yeah, that's it's why like it's Oscar so funny. Talking about the kid's birthday party, yeah, <laughs> it's like you know you're there, the kid's having fun, and you want to be polite about it. Yeah. Also, I love in the no, 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 Toby returns uh, when Ryan, he's he's like, are you taking two? Like the dumb <laughs> yeah. guys. <that> <laughs> Oh, you're taking two. Like, that's one of those ones because I mean, I'm not not that this is cool or interesting at all. Everybody and their cousin, half the people in America, watch The Office every, constantly every year. But like, yes, that's me. I watch it constantly. So, like, as you go on, I feel like I never thought Ryan was as funny the first go oh, through. But then just like no. his, he's so funny. His horribleness, like yeah. just the the pit of despair that is that soul is hilarious yeah when you catch little bits like him asking kelly if she's taking two brownies yeah. so good all right mike you're up my number five is good old asian jim oh my god how did asian i not Jim's remember so that one? i'm a big fan yeah i thought i wouldn't like any of the newer ones and then i was thinking about it and i, I thought of quite a few like post michael i think that might be post michael scott uh, it is but yeah, it's just so creative. Like, who would have thought of that? And uh, they get done with the bit, and you're like, that's a good joke. And then he turns around the picture, and it's got the yeah. Photoshopped Asian family. And I was like, okay, that's I'm, I'm clapping now. That's a very good joke. That ne- that took it to the next level. Uh, yeah, it's got Randall Park, your boy, Will. I know you like him. Um, How do you know I like him? Because we've talked about this. When? Uh, when have we ever? T- I have never talked about Randall Park to anyone. No, see, the funny thing is, you have, and it's recorded, and I think it's in like the second episode of this podcast. That's <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, but I don't even he, know if I could think of his name. No, I could. I could. Think you of could, Will. That's like your superpower. You could think, tell me. You, you could tell me a that's, second grade teacher's name. Probably. No, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you anyone's name, but actors. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's a good guy. Did you see Always Be My Baby on Netflix? His rom-com? Yeah, I did see that. With I was it good? Yeah, I, I thought it was I cute. The previews looked good. I haven't seen it yet. It was a really good rom-com. Yeah, it did not make my list of top five rom-coms, but I thought about it. Dude, I just we should... watched. Oh, did you guys already do I that do episode? No, yeah, it's our no, worst no, no. episode. Oh, it? It's really terrible. It's me, oh, it's AJ, and Joey, and we have the most technical difficulties, and we're super yeah. tired. AJ had been driving for 12 hours got home like an hour late we started at 10 o'clock and he looked like a zombie it was i'm so, so mad you i watch, missed that one if you if you listen to it with that in mind it might be hilarious there's a lot of things that i say i'm gonna edit out that i forget but that's like after i edited out 60 percent of them that's how bad it was i just uh, always need an excuse to tell everyone how much i love four christmases and rom-com oh, would be perfect okay. for that's that a great one. what about the holiday 
never seen it. It's not really a rom-com. It's more just like a romantic. It's not really funny. Okay, yeah, I guess there's... Yeah, sometimes we had some that were definitely not typical rom-coms. Anyway, okay, I digress. Uh, Will, were you going to say something else, or do you want to go to number four? No, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, All right, once again, this isn't really a funny one. I'm not really going, but we're going best. So Your first one was hilarious. Yeah, the first one was very funny. Well, it's just because my delivery was so good. I'm so funny. <laughs> you are. Um, <laughs> if anything, the show took that away from me. Um, yeah. Number four, which I think is, I cannot, I just, another one that I think about a lot is the DVD logo in the corner of the TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As it's bouncing around. And they're all listening really intensely to Michael or That's acting like they are. They're watching it. And they like say he's he's speaking, giving his speech, and they all like sigh and are like really frustrated that it didn't hit the corner. And he goes, Yeah, I know, this sucks. And then it finally hits the <laughs> corner like, mid- midway through a sentence, everyone starts cl- like clapping and cheering. And then they all walk out of the meeting. Yeah, like this was great. And then he has like an interview after where he's like, "Yeah, sometimes you're just you're just on. What can I say?" Yeah. He's so yeah. proud of himself. That's such a Michael moment. I mean, that's why we love this show. Is it's nothing interesting except for the characters and like it, they take also, that little bit. It's also super relatable because like I feel like every office has those like stupid office games that you all like joke oh, about yeah. and like even if it's not the same, like you all have like. Oh, I'll bet you at three o'clock, you know, Phyllis is gonna make popcorn and make me really want popcorn, or like, you know, whatever it is. Like, there's yeah. always some kind of funny like thing that you that you feel like your bosses are completely oblivious to. But the reality is, our bosses aren't Michael Scott, and they probably know exactly what it is. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. That's fair. It's like you know, there's just enough down to earthness to make it a little believable, but yeah. really, Michael Scott can never exist. Um. When you said that like office inside joke thing, it made me think of Phyllis Bingo, which isn't on my list. I didn't think of that, but like that is the, ra- the rainy day one. That's a great Forgot one. About that one. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll put DVD logo up there for oh, Bill. Oh, so rang at the same time. Got it. You got it. All right, Boris, uh, you're up. Hit it. Uh, my number four. This one just gets me literally like it's funny and then it becomes amazing with the last shot and the last shot is jim talking to the camera and dwight climbing a telephone pole yes (laughs) and it's memorable because of that and it's when jim puts a red wire at the back of dwight's computer Mm -hmm. and like rigs it all the way outside he's like ripping it up and just like it's just such like the epitome of both their characters like jim wasting all of his time to prank dwight and then dwight just being a complete psychopath and climbing a telephone pole yeah (laughs) don't worry i made it up there (laughs) that one just always gets me so i'm a big fan of that one that's really good i feel like yeah i again i didn't really even think of that one but i think that's the one like i talked about in high school like if you if i would have made these as i was watching the show i would have put five uh, Jim and Dwight pranks. Uh, I don't know yeah. why I thought of less of those now, but that's just like the bread and butter of what makes that show hilarious. Butter? What the fuck's <laughs> butter? Did I say? It's, I, I, I'm, I I'm a little butter. congested, guys. I'm trying. Nah, butter. I thought that was gonna be a play on the the one where Michael brings 
butter and bread just slams oh, it yes. on Sam's desk. That's <laughs> the knock-on joke. That's the KGB one. Yeah. He's just holding the stick of butter in his hand with yeah. a knife in it. <laughs> Even though there's a knife in it. Uh, yeah. Uh. That's the same one where Dwight tells a joke where he's like, knock, knock, who's there? And then he slaps Michael and says, the KGB wits for no one. And then Michael bans knock, knock jokes. And mm-hmm. then Jim goes, uh, ding dong. Ding and dong. He <laughs> just does a ding dong joke. That's really good, yeah. Super good. Oh. Not on my list, though, shockingly. All right, Mike, you ready? Yeah, I just blew my nose while I was muted because apparently I'm talking incorrectly. Um, Yeah, you guys are making me sound like Updog. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) You almost got me. (laughs) That was was close. I I opened my mouth. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) So I, I wrote down a ton of these that I liked, and then I bolded like 11 of them that I really liked, and Updog was one that I bolded. Yeah, uh, Michael's trying to get everyone to say it. It's so funny. It's all because of the last <laughs> bit when he goes, I got him, like when Dwight finally <laughs> says it, and he yeah. forgets to state the punchline. Okay, uh, but my number four is another r- more recent one, Nate and the Hornet's Nest. Don't remember that one at I all. I don't remember that one at all really? either. So, do you guys you remember, you remember Nate? Yeah, the um, the dude that it works with Dwight. Yeah, Dwight's minion. So, like, just yeah. when we are, you know, surely this is, I don't know, season six or whatever, surely they're, they've mined out all the casting gold in that studio. Surely there's no one else they can introduce. And then they bring in Nate, who's the character I never knew I needed my whole life. Like, he's just such a funny little oddball. And that's the one where it starts with Dwight picking him up, where they're both talking in Spanish, even though they both are clearly native English speakers. And then they switch to English when they figure that out. And uh, Dwight lays out weapons for Nate to disarm or take down this hornet's nest. And, like, he's got, like, a bow and arrow and, like, a bat and a blowtorch. And Dwight's, like, he has everything he needs. He just needs to choose correctly. And they're watching from the window. And he just, like, gets the, I think it's just a bat. And he goes up <laughs> and he starts, bat. <laughs> he just starts hitting it repeatedly. And everybody's, like, oh, no, why is he, why the bat? <laughs> uh, I just watched it. I just yeah. watched it. Very funny. Yeah, I, I just love Nate as a character. He doesn't technically have a hearing problem, but sometimes when there's a lot of people talking, he can't hear very well. And it's, uh, yeah, that's a character I really, really liked. And I liked that opening, too. I forgot about that. Nate's, my favorite one, my favorite scene with Nate is when Blackface? Dwight's making... No, that's oh. fine. <laughs> um, is when he is, Dwight's making all the cuts around the office to save money and he goes to single ply toilet oh, paper. Yeah. <laughs> or no, he goes to half ply toilet paper. Yeah. And then he's like at the very end of the episode after they negotiate with Dwight to get everything back, he tells him to reply the toilet paper. And yeah. he's like doing that big <laughs> machine. Spins it. <laughs> <laughs> spinning it back. <laughs> that's how it works. So good. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. So I'm doing number three I feel like my number three is Meredith gets hit by a car. Yes. So oh, that's funny. a good one. So, so Michael, funny. yeah, Michael wakes up. He he says something along the lines of Jan made me this breakfast this morning. He's eating cereal. He's like, well, oh, that's the same the, one. She, yeah. She, she, she bought the milk. 
And then he goes up, and she's like, and it's soy milk. He's eating cereal yeah. soy milk. Yep. She's passed out on the bed. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, she'll wake up in about two to three hours. Yeah. He's like, I'm, and he's driving in the car. I really think this is going to be a good year. Really excited about this year, and then hits Meredith with the car. <laughs> that one is so funny because to me, the entire time I was like, you watch that one, and you're like, what is even happening right now? Yeah. Like it's just like so like so mundane and whatever and then meredith's like body just flops up on the yeah. windshield yeah. you're just yeah. like oh my god that's zero to a hundred very quickly yeah i love same when it, episode okay. when it cuts back after the the theme song and everything and he's talking about the accident like yep ca- kind of a good news bad news situation there. <laughs> i Who was, was driving the, the car, car michael that hit her <laughs> who's driving the car who's driving the car michael <laughs> Uh, the reason I could respond so quickly to help Meredith was because I was in the car. <laughs> and again, that's such a Michael way of describing this and talking about this, and it's yeah. it's terrible but lovable at the same time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so am I up for number three? Yes, yes, you uh, are. My number three, to me, like this one, uh, this one is just gets me every single time. Uh, it's Stanley doesn't notice anything. Yes. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> when, like, you're <laughs> when they're like explaining it, you're like, oh, that's really funny. Like the guy in the office that doesn't notice anything, and then they cut to like Kevin dressed as Phyllis. Yep. <laughs> He's like satchel, <laughs> and then Andy shirtless, like handbag. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like that seals the scene, and then the rest of it just piles on. Yeah. it's a good gradual slope up too because like yeah. if they just started in the meeting where everybody's facing the wrong way talking about space uh, you know, we wouldn't buy it but we get there yeah I feel and, like my and favorite then Pam and the mustache oh, yeah. at the end yep. is like hilarious she, she says I love you oh, <laughs> I, yeah. say, I love you <laughs> love you that's good that's a really good one too yeah oh. that's like that's that's clever that's simple I like it it is I feel like the interesting thing about so I went back and watched a few of these and I mean I watched a lot of them but I the ones the, basically the ones from the first two or three seasons 70% of them are Jim pranks on Dwight yeah and then they get a, like a crazy elaborate then they like start dialing them back again and start making them more simple which I feel like we're like the simplicity of them like a simple idea it's just so funny yeah, like uh, I, I definitely the the simple clever bits. Maybe those hold up over time. Whereas like, because like Meredith getting hit by a car, you remind me that's a great one, and that was probably such all the rage uh, the next day talking about it at school or whatever. Yeah. But now when you know it's coming, it's like less impactful. But I feel like we appreciate these these clever ones a bit more on the thirtieth watch through. I I um, also think the ones that like I could see myself. Like that, like you can actually think about doing. So, like, I, I'm yeah. not gonna be like, oh, how am I gonna prank my coworker today? Oh, I'll hit her with my car. <laughs> but like, it would be really funny to like wrap my coworker's desk in wrapping paper, or like it just be boxes, like, and them yeah. fall over. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so, all right, Mike, your number three. My number three is. The Halloween episode where Michael hangs himself. 
forgot about that one. Do you guys? Yeah, like that one. Oh, oh my god, uh, that that one goes. So okay, good. there's so many levels to that one. It's so good. Like the opening line, because uh, I watched at least all the ones that I picked. It starts off with uh, him like describing costumes, and he says. Uh, here, let the gangster pumpkin push you down the haunted house. And it's just Daryl dressed as a pumpkin. <laughs> he calls it a gangster pumpkin. And then, like, Daryl's calling out names incorrectly. Uh, it's It's got, like, I'm a laughs or cheap go for gasps kind of guy. And so Michael hanging himself, like, just the awkwardness of that is is my alley of humor. And... Then he, like, just terrifies this group of kids, and he, he says in his, like, interview, why is Christmas the only holiday that can have a message? And then it cuts to him. <laughs> While he's hanging, he turns to the kids and says, remember, kids, suicide is never the answer. <laughs> like, I, I'm watching it right now to refresh myself, and the other piece of gold that is that scene the costume? is that it's a, it's a child's Halloween party, and he's the <laughs> dick-in-the-box yes. guy. I forgot, yeah, I <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say as soon as you started that. He's dressed as dick in a box. <laughs> and then he hangs himself like it's really elaborate with the thick noose. And he's just still got the box on his crotch. Uh, that's so good. I'm dying right now. I forgot about this one completely. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites for sure. <laughs> he's like convulsing. <laughs> Like, it's such a stark like contrast to this kid friendly horror house and then he's just like yeah convulsing in the they air. also this is like right around the time that they like were bringing daryl in as a way bigger player uh-huh. in the story yeah. and so they cut to him and he's just making the face that i'm about to send you guys in the chat because there's no other way to describe it <laughs> than like the perfect daryl face yeah it's a great daryl face <laughs> Uh, judging Michael. Oh That's my good. god. That's such yeah. a good one. That was such a good sleeper pick. That was a dark horse right there. I can't... So you, did you just watch it? Is this the one where uh, Kelly is dressed as Lilu, Or is that a different Yeah, from, okay. from The Fifth Element. <laughs> yes. Just another wildly inappropriate bandages. children's costume. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay. Will, what about you? What's better? Oh man, this is getting hard because I've got a bunch on this list. That's that are still so. Yeah, I mean, oh, I gotta go with no, the theme yeah, of the no, show, no. right? Are you a it's guy thematic? Just, it's thematic. Are you, do you bring the deck and then you pick your cards when it's game time? Are you doing this live or do you have? Them? I'm doing this mostly live. I've got the cards. I respect I it. I'm, I'm I'm putting more thought into this. Um, all right, I'm gonna say. I okay. This is. Not controversial, okay. but I really like the um, the Devil Wears Prada. Open, yes, where really. Where Michael's slowly watching Devil Wears Prada. Give me Armani. Give me Armani. Steak. Then he comes in. He's like, "I am so sorry. I apologize if I was mean to you in any way." My my mamushka. Oh. And she just like. <laughs> Like is doing that. What's the movie? Looking. Million Dollar Baby. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I wonder if he's gonna try and kill me. That's a great. That's a great Michael Pam. Like it is. That's very. Uh, that is just the essence of their relationship right there. Because she's still she's, entertaining him, but also yeah. worried. I feel like everything changed 
when there's like two scenes where everything changed between Michael and Pam, and it was when the Fire like, Nation attacked. Number one, the Fire Nation attacked. And everything <laughs> changed, and the art show. <laughs> And the arch. Okay, so that was for the positive. Negative side is when she walked in on him naked, changing oh, yeah. his office. <laughs> and then the really, I actually kind of don't like this episode, but when he starts dating her mom. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, good God. That's up there. It's so hard to watch because she's it so really mad. Is. Oh, but yeah. But that scene in that episode where they're, she's just finding out and yep. they're in his office and he goes, Pam. Pamela, <laughs> Pam, honey, and honey. she just starts like, like shaking. It's so good. Uh, we can do a top five most awkward episodes. Yeah, that's funny. That's such a sleeper pick to me. Like, I mean, I, I love, I love the bit, and I like it. I'm just surprised it's so high, and that you picked it. I also oh, think the the really funny thing about that cold open is that. So, like, the whole thing that Pam says is like, oh, well, like Meryl Streep is his favorite actress. Yeah. And so he's just acting like Meryl <laughs> Streep, but like yep. he doesn't realize that Meryl Streep is the bad guy in yeah, the movie. Twist ending. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like twist ending. <laughs> yeah. And so he's just like doing what she does, not like thinking like, is what I'm doing what good people do? Like he's just yeah. acting like a total ass hat because Meryl so, Streep does. Yep. I like that that's his favorite actor. There's a couple good ones where like Michael has just watched something like the, did yeah. you see Oprah yesterday? I'm going to be a father. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was, what was Oprah about? <laughs> Angelina Jolie adopting. And he's like, I don't even know yeah. if I'm going to want a baby in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too. Uh, okay. So are we on, we on number two right now? We're on your number two. Yeah. Okay, cool. So my number two, this one is near and dear to my heart. Cause it's like, the first time I watched the, it's like it's like the thing that convinced me to watch The Office, and it's a uh, it's Jim trains Dwight with the mints. Yeah, it's like really? the window sound. Yeah, yes. I don't know why I find that one so funny. It's probably like, like I feel like it's not super high on anyone. It's like one of those ones where everyone's like, oh yeah, that was kind of funny. I think it's fucking hilarious. I can't <laughs> handle it. The whole Pavlov's Pavlov's yeah. dog. Like yeah. he just got his hand out. Like, what are you doing, Dwight? I don't know. My mouth just suddenly tastes bad. It's watering. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've like made similar jokes to that at work. Actually, we were just on the airplane and Corey Campos likes to eat Tic Tacs when he takes off in an airplane to help his ears pop. And uh, every time I went on the airplane and was about to take off, I reached to the left and expected two Tic Tacs. So I wonder if it's going to happen next time I'm on a flight. Uh, with a stranger to the left. I'll say you might get yeah. like a Tic Tac and a Xanax or something. No, that's another good, great bit. I'm just, I, I'm surprised at both your number twos. I feel like they're definitely like under the radar, low impact uh, gaffes, but that's cool. Thanks for your approval. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. What's my your number dumbass two, number two? My number two yeah. is an all-time classic, one of the best like written episodes, bits, gaffes in TV history. My number two is the accident opener. I think that's what it's called with the George Foreman grill where uh, yeah. Michael uh, yeah, grills his foot, foot and he <laughs> calls into list. the office and Pam receives this frantic call. Of, <laughs> I hurt myself. Like just, it's like a quick rapid fire dialogue that is so funny. So <laughs> the stupidity and the wholesomeness we love in Michael where he's like, wants anybody to help him except for Dwight, like send Ryan, yeah. like, <laughs> 
Uh, he says, <laughs> and, yeah, he says, uh, like, I tried hopping Kevin, but I bumped into the wall, and now I have a protuberance. Because <laughs> Kevin's like, have you tried hopping? And uh, somebody says something about toilet paper. He's like, no, we don't have toilet paper. Tell Ryan to get toilet paper. It's uh <laughs> And he admits to having a fake girlfriend. Like, yeah. I was like, can't your girlfriend help you? No, I don't have a girlfriend. But didn't you just tell us about the girlfriend? Yeah, I made it all up. It's just like such a quick rapid fire. He enters this like next level vulnerable state where he cuts through a certain level of BS. And so like that dialogue is so just funny in itself. But the whole idea of him wanting to wake up to the smell and sound of crackling bacon and then burning his George Foreman foot. And then that's one of the cold omens that actually ties into the rest of the episode. Yeah. yeah. I think that is just a big time winner. That's Great the episode, episode where Michael refers to himself as disabled, right? Yes. yes. And he calls him the wheelchair guy who owns the lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, this, ep- this cold open is really funny because it reminds me a lot of Jake Allspaw. Because Jake Allspaw did a similar thing, and instead of setting an alarm clock, he would he brought the coffee maker into our room when we lived oh, at the bunker, and all four of us were sleeping in the same room for that. some reason. Uh, and his alarm clock would be that he would set the timer on his Mr. Coffee, so he would wake up to like the gurgling of an auto drip coffee machine. <laughs> that's like, that's and he a had a coffee cup, and he wouldn't even get out of his bed. He would just pour it in and drink coffee like through the side of his mouth. <laughs> that's <laughs> disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great one. And at at the end, there's that's the bit where Dwight crashes right and throws up. That's also where yeah. you see. Concussed yeah. Dwight, which is another great bit when he's friends with when Pam. When he comes friends with Pam, yeah. Yeah. That's a great episode. Yeah. Right, okay. Do you want to go to number ones? Uh, yeah. We, I, I guess we should. I, again, I, mean, I feel like there's one clear winner here. I, I feel here, like we're but, all going to have the same one. But I've been wrong I'm before. Nervous. I'm there's nervous. A f- I'm looking at my list, and there's still a bunch of good ones that I that didn't make my list that also didn't make your guys' list. That yeah. could be number we'll one. Do an so, honor, let's do an honorable, quick, rapid-fire honorable mentions after this round. Absolutely. Or do you want to do... Okay, yeah, after this one. Because I don't want to do it now, because then if You're it's right. not if it's honorable mention, it's going to take yeah. away my gusto. Yeah, um, and I'll be pissed. Right, so I think the number one is... I think, if I'm reading into you guys, number one is the fire drill. Obviously. Oh, no. What? Oh, Wait, really? interesting. Are you kidding me? What's yours? Dude. Michael and Dwight have a baby. Oh, oh what? Okay, really my my other <laughs> the really only good. thing that worried me, the other guess that worried me was identity theft. Was the Bears beats Battlestar yeah, Galactica? Yeah. That one's that oh. one's overplayed. Yeah, that, that yeah. One, that so again, funny, back in the but... day, that would be like number top would be like top three. But yeah. like now, it's yeah, like you said, overplayed. That's the user error. That's not that's not the show's error. That's our fault. But I, I get what you're saying. So the fire drill one is that's the best episode of The Office. Yeah, episode, uh, definitely, episode, sure. I would have to but, think about it before I signed on that, but I think well, you're probably right. Th- okay, so the cold open is when Dwight is, he gives a PowerPoint presentation in a previous not shown scene, and he doesn't go well <laughs> about fire drills, so he stages one. He takes the blowtorch and burns all of the outside of the door handles, yeah. and then locks them, and br- he doesn't just lock them, he breaks the key off. <laughs> yeah. <in> the door. <laughs> And he start, he's, like, walking people through what to do. And 
Oscar climbs up into the ceiling, oh, and God. then Angela throws. She opens a desk drawer, not a desk drawer, a filing cabinet. And there's a cat in there. Save Bandit. She throws her cat. Oh, it's so good. But there's so, so much the, in that. The reason why it's, the, I think, the best episode. So it has a great cold open, but also I think has the greatest scene in the office, which is the CPR Staying instructor. Alive? Yeah, yeah, yes. same episode. Same episode. Step one: harvest the organs. <laughs> All right, now he's dead. What do is we he, do? Is he, is he an <laughs> organ donor? And Creed's only two lines in that episode. <laughs> I know you. You were in the parking lot earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and then he doesn't have a wallet. I checked. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just everybody is hitting their marks in that episode. Yeah. Like Kelly dancing. Andy yeah. comes in with singing, and it's not annoying. It's actually it, funny. Dwight like going yeah, full insanity. Michael, like, even at the meeting after, Michael, like, just trying to... Uh, they play, go to David like, Wallace. Yes, yeah. yeah. Him and David <laughs> Wallace. He's like, like Michael walks to the other side of the table and is like, "We're gonna let you off easy." And David's like, "No." <laughs> it's just such, everybody's hitting their dynamics like perfectly. All the beats land in that one. But the fire drill is what? That's gotta be like five minutes long. That's one of the longest. It's such a long it's, one. it's five but minutes. It's, yeah, I'm but you don't want right it now. to end. I mean, I think. I'm ashamed that that one didn't make my list anywhere. I honestly just totally forgot about it. Like as I was yeah. making my list, I, which it's I don't so know how intense. it's so good, it's but to so me, it's the Michael, octane. the Michael and Dwight have a baby is just like <laughs> from, from the literal first shot. You're like, what is happening? This is hilarious. <laughs> and then like Jim's little monologue of like, Pam is having a baby with, someone michael is having a watermelon with dwight and these two events are related through delusion i forgot about that that's good and him walking around like my cervix is ripening (laughs) and then they're eating the watermelon at the end oh my god and dwight's Dwight's putting his pants back on He's like he's buckling his belt, and Michael's eating watermelon because they dropped it because Dwight greased it because new boards are slippery. Yeah, that's that's another one where I guess similar to why I liked the Asian Jim turning the photo around. Where like I thought the joke was done and it was already funny, just the whole giving birth thing. I thought yeah. it would cut like they could cut to the theme song while he's yelling giving birth, but yeah. no, it's it goes to the Michael dropping it, exploding. <laughs> Newborns are slippery, and he goes like, "Nice touch." Yeah, <laughs> he's just. <laughs> Splattered on the ground. And then one more, and we get the eating scene that you already talked yeah. about. That's a winner. That's a winner. All right, do you want to do honorable mentions? Hell yeah. All right, I've got uh, Recyclops. Recyclops yes. is good. That's on mine. Yeah. It's so good. When they, when the, how Dwight was like, or Stanley asked, was it Recyclops killed by like the Gorp? Oh, uh, no. Can, uh, <laughs> Pelutacorn. Pelutacorn, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, just the fact that, that there's... they, Like, who thinks of that? You said they get increasingly more creative and complex at yeah. one point. Like, the six-year <laughs> saga of him creating this character is, is crazy enough, but then going rogue and, like... Yeah, and, like, hating the Earth that yeah. has betrayed him. Isn't, That's, uh... Isn't... Kevin's Chili, a cold open, right? Oh, how did, I forgot about Kevin's Chili. Yeah. That Kevin could be up in. there. Good God, that's that's the most Kevin moment. That's so yeah, good. That, that, I'm questioning my Kevin's famous Chili. Oh, that one's so good. Um, I've got the parkour one, which is like season seven mm-hmm. when they're that's oh, like the that's, beginning. That's of a great a season. one. Um, and I think the beautiful thing about The Office is that was like 
four years after parkour was like a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's a classic for sure. I, as somebody who participated in the Ohio State Parkour Club and had that <laughs> yelled at me, you know, three times a week when we were at practice, mm-hmm. that was I grew to kind of not like that one. But I do reference the like backflip gainer a lot when I'm trying to like map out something with people. Isn't um, the uh, when Jim just like fully copies Dwight for that's a that's a cold open, right? Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah um, that's identity theft. That's what I was talking about. Is oh, what I thought okay, might yeah. be your number one. The Bears identity beats theft affects millions of families. <laughs> and and then Jim stands up and yells Michael so perfectly, <laughs> yeah, which causes Michael? Dwight to do the same. <laughs> that's a great um, one. My, Another t- good one. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I just say like the the two that were really close for me were um, the meeting recording when Michael's out and they're yeah, recording the meeting and Dwight is like you know holding a knife and he has a baby Muppets tattoo and then at the end Andy just goes I'm chopping off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. <laughs> that one. Good. And uh, and future Dwight. Future Dwight. Where, I was about to say that. One. Oh yeah, that one's yeah. amazing. That's when, uh, that's when Jim is at um, where, where is Scran- it? or the Stanford. whatever the other branch is. Stanford. Isn't the Dwight fights himself when he's oh teaching a self defense class? That's guys, there's too many good ones. That one's so <laughs> what are we funny. doing? That one's so maybe the only, surprise. Maybe the only competent adversary for you is yourself <laughs> like, uh, good point jim <laughs> and just like the, his posture he's got great physical body comedy there like he's like slapping himself with the bottom of his palm of his hand in the side yeah. i love it when he goes it's the one line of that he just says the word hip block and i think that's so <laughs> funny hip block <laughs> that's not a thing i uh, I also love how just like aggress like yeah like Dwight's body comedy is super funny, but he's also just like the whole character of Dwight is perfect because like when he's fighting Phyllis at the beginning, yeah, and he like grabs her arm, he's like block, broken arm, broken, broken leg, arm. boom, 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 like, he just continues to like, punch her in the face, yeah. and he's like screaming every move as he does it, and uh, he's just looking at the crowd too. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this is good. You know, sometimes you watch the show so much you take it for granted. I'm glad we're <laughs> yes. lifting it up on this pedestal today. I had uh, had Toby returns. I had Updog. Had uh, football cream and Fancy Feast because I make a lot of football yeah. cream jokes. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, butchering a goose I had online where Dwight hits mm. a goose with his car and says it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, that's another good one. Uh, I wrote this down. I don't know if it was actually a cold open. Creed being a manager was that the cold open with Bo Body and his acronyms? Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It um, might just be an episode. Remember. The other one that is exactly like the "What will Stanley not notice?" is that when Creed does the same exact thing when he eats the potato instead oh. of an apple. And that's not a cold <laughs> open either. Is the That's one where Dwight is like drinking coffee with his feet or something, or he's, yes. he's working on his foot agility, and mm-hmm. Jim just like hands him a cup of coffee? Yep. Is that a cold That's open? a classic. Uh, yeah, yeah, a, I, I think, think that's so. one. That's probably also early the, season. The standing desk for Dwight, where he has a standing desk, and he's he's saying it, he is superior, and and Jim doesn't think he can do it all day, and he puts a crutch in his pants. 
and it's like poking at the bottom. And Jim puts something on the ground. And is like, hey, you dropped that. And he's like, Dwight, just give up. And he goes to lean over for it and just falls over. So yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, the last few I had bolded were uh, Bin Laden, Hitler, and Toby shoot Toby twice. Yeah. The, yeah. the the Dwight Tallahassee wake up where Jim sets up yes. the place at the alcohol club. Like you got to find someone at the alcohol club. The, no, the best thing is when Aaron and Dwight go and wake everyone up in Tallahassee because that, that's the pyramid one, right? Where they're launching yep. the saber the power pyramid. pyramid. Um, yeah. And they're going waking everyone up. And the best part of that, yes, it's like the gym, like pretending like he's dead and staging the scene that Dwight did this is funny. But when Aaron goes and wakes up Ryan, he oh. goes, Ryan, time to wake up. And he goes, oh, I'm so glad you came. I almost called you last night. I was waiting outside your door. And Dwight's in the room, too. And the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And I, the last one I had bolded was canceling the Olympics recommendation. <laughs> or uh, reservation, sorry. <laughs> Canceling the Olympics reservation. That's like, yeah. Real low-key, like, like, what a great goof. Yes, is, I, that, is it a cold open when Michael joins a pyramid scheme? Yep, yes. That's another one. <laughs> and like, he, like, like, look, no, no, no. It's not a pyramid scheme. Like, look, this guy recruits me, and he gets three people, and then we each get three people, and Jim just walks up to the Barker, like, draws the pyramid. I just yeah. love, I feel like we could do an episode of top five times Jim looks at the camera. Because, like, <laughs> like, he has that face where he's like, it's so good. So I rewatched it, the, the Asian Jim episode. Randall Park looks at the camera like yes, Jim. It's yes, yeah. he nails it. <laughs> the whole it's, thing is just amazing. It's so good. Will's favorite actor, Randall Park, does a great My, job. Dude, <laughs> I think he's going to win the Oscar this year for best actor ever. Yeah, dude, he's going to steal it from Chris Tucker. Actor, actor <laughs> of the decade. Yeah, he better win this. <laughs> All right, should, uh, we, should yeah, we, we coordinate should. here? We had 50 of these. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you guys think GoldenEye 007 is the number one office cold open? Yeah, yes. for sure. I'll erase that. Um, yeah, like we could keep the same order. Will, if you had to put one on our list somewhere, what would it be and where would you put it? I think that if... Hmm, I would put... It's funny because like, I'm looking at my list. And I, I like my list, but I also think that some of your guys's are better mine yeah like there's some ones um, i forgot about like meredith yeah. the car. i would do uh, i still yeah i would say that uh, i think asian gym could be five hell yeah yeah i won't object it's so good. I, I yeah, I have to have Asian Jim somewhere on the list. That the I can't creativity. believe I forgot that one. It's I, I I was rewatching it as we were talking and I was like trying I had to mute my microphone so I didn't <laughs> laugh hysterically. It's so like, funny. Just to think of that bit is they should win an award. <laughs> yeah. Uh right. Borsk. Uh if I had to put one on there God, this is so hard to get down to five. Cause I think our first we didn't overlap any 
of the first 12 we set, right? <laughs> and then yeah. we, yeah, and then we just listed 30 more that were all great. Too. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we forgot just... Kevin's chili and yeah. identity. I know. Uh, I don't know. For number, f- I think, oh man, number four and number three are going to be really hard. I think number one, number one is just between two of them, I think. I think it's a layup at fire drill, right? I, I'd be fine going fire drill. I, now that I remember it, I would be fine with fire <laughs> drill at number one. Honestly. If you had to edit your list right now, where would you put fire drill? I would, me personally, I would put fire drill at number two below Michael and Dwight have a baby. Okay. I, just, I just love that one. But so bet- with all three of those combined, that means it should easily be number one. I agree. Um. So I like Michael and the baby. I like. I kind of forgot about that one. That one's so and, good. And like, I just at, rewatched it. Yeah, Dude, it's as, so good. And you just kept bringing up the levels, the gym bit in the beginning. Great yeah. joke. Like the whole th- like when Andy tries to sub in, that's a great bit. I forgot. Like yeah, yeah, Andy. And like, then, oh, then, I'm also having your baby. Yeah, he waves <laughs> and, screaming. and just everyone's reaction. And then, like we said, when it breaks and they say "nice touch" and cut to the eating it. Yeah. That's a winner for me, but I still am shocked to not see George Foreman up there. Like that, I think is one of the other best episodes of The Office, yeah, and it's all set up great. by what I think is one of the best cold openings of The Office. Uh, so it's not on anyone else's list, but there's not a lot of crossover. So I'm gonna just throw George Foreman at number two, and you guys can tell me if you don't want it on the list or want to push it down, but. That's what my heart says is the second best cold open. I think it's called The Accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I think... I'm... I think the simplicity of Stanley has a mustache. <laughs> Does Stanley have a mustache? <laughs> is good so good. But I st- if I'm going to pick between two Stanley ones, I would do the one of like... Is there a limit? Is there no limit to what he won't notice? I'm, uh, I'm yeah, on the I same page the, as you there. Me too. Yeah. Those are both so good. I'll put that at four. Okay. I oh, it's just. I, is it a cold both, open when Dwight tranquilizes Stanley? No, I think that's because okay. that's in the middle of the episode when he's got to get him to that client. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Stanley uh, tranquilizes himself at the end. He's like, you got me down here. You're getting me back up. Uh, Is Stanley push-ups a cold open? I think that's a cold open, yes. Okay, that one's good. He does 25. Okay. Uh, So what's left? Number three. uh, Well, you can move stuff off. Bump stuff. Like, yeah, I I have more thoughts, but I'll let you have your platform. I... Oh, I just love them all so much. That's the problem. It's hard. It's like I, I really like. I would switch up my list. Like if I'm being frank, like I would switch up my list a little bit, but I picked the ones that I like because it, like it suits my humor. And like we're talking about something subjective, like we always yeah. are, which always Altoid, makes it really hard. Altoid but, Windows Sound at number two, though. What are you smoking, man? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. First off. <laughs> <laughs> I, for, I forgot about fire drill okay so i would have put fi- that altoid window sound would have been number three but like i'm willing to admit that that's my own personal experience with that cold open 
and that no one else will think that that's anywhere near yeah, the top five. You're well I just love your right that one. to do that. Yeah, I'm I just sorry. love that one. Uh, the Stanley doesn't notice. Cha- oh, we already have that one on there. Uh, sorry. Yeah. The. Um, sorry, I'm totally. I totally lost. Fire drills number one. Oh, if if the list is where it is right now, I personally would move. And from how we were just laughing about it, I would move George Foreman to three and put Michael and Dwight have a baby at two. That'd be my like suggestion, and then I would feel really good about that top five. That'd be my suggestion. Honestly, I'd, I could I'm entertain it. it. I'm fine with it. I'd pass on my next move if that was it. Well, I would say I buy that. Uh, I think they're both fantastic. I still think George Foreman like that. Just I can't remember what episode precedes Michael having the baby. Oh, it's when Jan comes with the baby, which is also a good episode. But I think yeah, the yeah. George Foreman episode's better. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to keep it into like that three minute segment. Like I don't right, really care right. about the rest of the episode. You're right. You're right. Uh, I would be. I wouldn't be upset with that ranking. But <laughs> I, I, I watched. <laughs> I've I've watched these all, and I love these all so much, and these are also funny, but. The Michael hanging himself in the Halloween. <laughs> I thought about that one too. It's so good. Like I really think those are the best three cold opens. That like the, I was felt great about my top three. Uh, I feel like that one is better than Stanley doesn't notice changes, and it's better than Asian Jim. But I still love both of those. And I'm wondering if you think that deserves a place on this list above either of those. Personally, I think that that's like an easy number six compared to these five. That's just my oh, opinion. Okay. You agree, Will? I'm watching it right now. Give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> Dude, the whole I thing, watch the whole thing is amazing. Uh, listeners, tab out and go watch this. Seriously. Uh, I, I was kind of wondering if we were going to do this by like splicing in audio, but then that would just be so much so much work and probably oh, some copyright concerns. I'm not, I'm not done yet, but Aaron is dressed as Fiona from Shrek, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. so beautiful. <laughs> the whole thing, dude. It's so good. It really is. It's like pri- the gangster pumpkin line. <laughs> He's wearing dick in the box. Uh. <laughs> One of Jim's <laughs> classic costumes. Oh, it's so good. I just love... Well, that's also the book face yeah. line as yeah. well. Yes, I am the popular social media app, Bookface. Classic gym <laughs> costume. Like, Dude, um, uh, while you're finishing watching, if I can dog one that everyone loves that I don't love, uh, is the is the um, the lip sync video. Oh, I don't love that one either. I don't oh, either. Okay. And like, it always shows up. Like, everyone loves it. They talk about it. Like, oh, wasn't it so funny when they did that? Because like, it wasn't that good. It's like, really? no, it really wasn't that funny. Yeah, I think that was. I think that was the start of one of those seasons, and yeah. it was really fun when we watched it. I, yeah, I'm not looking well, forward to it again. Yeah. But it, I think I in the moment, it live. Yeah. In the moment, it was fun. It was like, oh, the office is back. Yeah, yeah. But, and, I think and there's that. A, Go ahead. I was gonna say there's like there's some jokes thrown in the funness, like Ryan like selling woof and things like right. that. Yeah. But it's not my top tier. I didn't write yeah. it down. Or like or the the funny thing in that scene is when Dwight just starts like he has like the he pulls out the knife <laughs> from his leg from like yeah. his, from his sheath starts on his leg licking and starts it. licking the blade. That's funny. That's um, good. 
I would but say the, if you I was have gonna, to wait like five minutes to get to that because the freaking open yeah. is so long. Yeah, I would say if I was gonna pick like a dancing one more, I'd do like the Daryl leaves where he dances with everyone. Oh, oh, I don't think yeah. that's a cold open, but that's no, a great not. scene. No, it's not, but if we're talking just dancing scenes. Yeah, I love that that's what they pick they want to do with him Yeah, after yeah. the Irish exit. But it also has Nelly in it, and she's my like least Nelly. favorite character. Yep. Yeah, she sucks. She's the Dolores Umbridge of this show. Good Harry Potter reference. All right, well, I'm fine with this list. So you guys I'm, don't I'm think too. you don't think the horror house makes it? It's really funny, but I think I really like these. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I so, had to rank honorable mentions, Horror House would be number one, but okay. that makes it number six. It can be number yeah. six in our hearts. I had so much fun just thinking about and watching these that I'm not going to fight you on that. I'm fine <laughs> with it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll run it down then. Ladies and gentlemen at home, your top five The Office Cold Opens Number five is Asian Jim. Number four is Stanley does not notice the changes that are happening around him. Number three is the accident. Michael grills his foot on a George Foreman grill. Number two is Michael having a delusional baby with Dwight in the form of a watermelon. And number one, you probably all knew it when you clicked this episode, the fire drill. Thank you, NBC. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag this is a sponsor. Hey, shout out again to our guy that designed our logo, AJ Yorio. Head over to lightninghorseindustries.com. He's got cool t-shirts for Christmas, but also designed, I think, some official NBC merch. That's right. At some point. Specifically for The Office, like that Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica mug. Oh, that's yeah. Li- that's Lightning Horse stuff that's right there. Him. Lightning Horse Industries. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, do you uh, do you guys need to go to bed, or do you want to play a game? I've got time for a game. Let's okay. game it up. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with a super fun game. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the game time for your The Office Cold Opens episode of List Wars. Tonight's game is called Quote Boat, not to be confused with the Jackbox Party Pack recent game Joke Boat. Uh, but <laughs> This guy, big Jackbox guy. Big, big Jackbox, Jackbox guy, TV big name guy. guy. And I hope I can remember these rules that I concocted like five minutes before we were doing this. Similar to Game That Tune, Matt Wyborski's favorite game. Didn't I uh, lose that game like 7 you- you lost like 7-0 hard <laughs> L. You took the hard L. Um, but what's going to happen is we are going to see if you can identify characters by the first quote that they had on mm. the show. But it's not quite that simple. We could leave it at that if we wanted to be simple. But I figured let's make it you know, unnecessarily complex. So I'm going to tell you the season from which this character has their first line. And then I'm also going to tell you the amount of lines they have in the series total. And you guys in the game that tune fashion are going to bid on how many words from their dialogue you need to, to guess that person that said those lines. Um, And 
if you get it right, whoever bids the lowest amount of words, they get the point. And if you get it wrong, the other person gets the point. So Wait, so hold on. You're going to tell us their first line? You're going to no, quote no, it no. to us? I'm going to, oh yeah, I'm going to tell you the season in which their first line occurs. No Googling things, if you're Googling things, Will. I am um, not. And then I'm going to tell you how many lines they have total in the show, just as like a hint. And then you're going to say, I can quote that boat in five words. And Will can say, quote that boat, or he can say, I can do it in four. And I will give you the first that many words of their dialogue. I ha- Shout out to Alex McConnell for his office dialogue database. I have every line of dialogue the character said in front of me so I can Ow. read as much as I need. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the, the rules that? make sense. What? He's actually working on a great app. Yeah, uh, I'll generate some hype for you here, AMAC. It's this great, it's the best office quote search database app ever. Um, NBC will probably take it down. But that being said, do you understand the rules? You're going to get a season. I'm going to say this person first talks in season two and they have 4,000 lines total on the show. Is that a lot? I don't know. I These first couple might be shots in the dark and we can always revert to me just telling you the first quote and you guys like buzzing in. But okay. I like the... I like when we make these games uh, yeah. necessarily complex. Yeah, I think it's fun. It. I and think we get to say, that, quote, that I boat. 90% understand the rules and have a 100% chance of losing. Okay. <laughs> Let me grab my notebook to keep score. Uh, yeah, this is my notebook where I used to like take notes from school or like about the Bible or something, and now it's just like scoreboards from <laughs> List Wars games. <laughs> uh yeah, I should really just like save the earth and double up on these pages. Oh, here's where ah, Joey destroyed AJ in romantic comedy quote trivia. But okay, we got a Will and a Matt. Um, so for this first one, this uh, person has their first line in season one. Um, should I say episode? I'll just say season one. And they have 930. 62 lines total in the show. Is that a lot or not? I have no well, idea who that out. is. And so, Will, right, right. we're going to start the bidding with you. You you can say, I can quote that boat. <laughs> it's just boat because it rhymes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In, in how many words? Say seven. Wow. Quote. Quote away, my friend. <laughs> Tell him to, you're telling him to quote that boat? Okay. Yes. Will, <laughs> season one. Let me count these out. So what does downsizing actually mean? That's six. What? Hmm. Those are your seven words. All right, 907 lines. I have a gut feeling. 962 lines. As if that's like the thing that's really going to break the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got this. So what does downsizing actually mean? Question mark. And then the next line is, what question mark so those are two separate lines i'll give you the punctuation to help thank you uh, thank you but those uh, lines saying, aren't necessarily connected oh, can, I, can i answer Jeez. yes um, yes i'm gonna say creed yeah, more i'm than sorry that is incorrect this was phyllis vance with her uh, iconic opener only, so what does downsizing actually mean she only has in the whole in that wait wait, wait 962 Lines, not words. In the in the season or the the. 
No, this is in the entire in the entire series. She only has nine hundred. Wow. Sixty-two okay. lines. So no, like I, one line okay, can be a paragraph. You don't have to say it again. <laughs> I, I hear you. No lines, Will. <laughs> Will's clearly not getting this. Will, so like like a word, words compose lines, lines compose scripts, scripts compose episodes. Can we do that again? That's a really good barrier. That's a really good, like, or barometer to how. She only had nine. Okay, go on. Next. Next. Okay. uh, So here is (laughs) the next one. Um, This was in season. Two, first line is in season two, and this person has four hundred and ninety-one lines in the show. Matt, you can bid first this time. I need thirty words. Whoa, I'll do it in. I'll do it in twenty. Wait, wait, you'll do what in twenty? Both the boat. Okay. Is that what you wanted to hear? That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will quote that boat in 15 words. Oh, getting confident. I was not confident. I wanted Will to bit again. <laughs> Did you tell him to quote the boat, Will? No, nah, I quote that boat. Okay. So 15 words, Matt. Let me count these out. I, I'm omitting one obvious word. Okay. This is from season two. Nice to meet you. Period. New line. Okay. So we are in the process of doing a complete. Those are your 15 words. <laughs> Do I get Shit. a rebuttal? Do I get a rebuttal? Like, can no, I? No, if, if, if he gets it wrong, you get the point straight up. Okay, cool. So Matt has one point right now. Uh, so okay, hold on. Where was the introduction? What was the season of introduction again? What? Oh, so this is in season two. So these are his first lines that take place in season two. Okay, read them again. Read them again. Nice to meet you, period. Different line. Okay, so we are in the process of doing a complete... Oh, my God. I'm having such a hard time, like, I thought that you said season one. Nope. Well, at least when I was bidding, I was like, oh, it was, a, it was an original character. And now that I'm remembering that it's season two, I'm just like, oh, shit, who came in at season two? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Would this be like a, would this be like a Bob Vance? That. Is that, that your guess? final answer? It's a bad guess, but that's the only one I, I got. Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess, Will. Is it David Wallace? It's David Wallace. He came Great in in season two? I thought he was like a season four character. No, dude. He's OG almost. Yeah, he's almost wow. by season four. Yeah. Really? I always I always place him way later in the timeline, I think, than is appropriate, as, clear, as can be made clear by my guess. All right, and here's one additional rule. You each now have one Omega chip that you can cast, and I'll give you the title of the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, Omega chip. That's How no many help rounds to are we doing? So I know when to cast my Omega chip. Uh, I think <laughs> that's a good, good, good I think I've got uh, nine up here, and so we've done two. Wait, nine more? or like Nine, nine total. Nine total. Okay. 
So we have seven. All right. Got it. So number number three. This is in season eight is their first line. And they have seventy four lines total. I'll quote that we'll, boat. Because right now I'm not even going by lines, I'm going by who I think was introduced. Okay, that's a good that's a good strat. Um uh, uh, 15. Let's go 15. All right. Matt? I mean, after my last performance, I got to let you quote that boat at 15. All right, Will, 15. Here I've only seen, I've, I've quite honestly only seen The Office through twice? Three times, three times. Oh, I see like why full. this might be harder. Yeah. But like, I've seen best. a lot of episodes, like, in, you know, interspersed, but... yeah. Well, play the play the game, not the not the game. That's why I'm passing. That's why I'm letting Will quote the the boat. Yeah, right now you're tied, brother. So here I'm going to count these off. Uh, Hey, mandatory warehouse safety meeting today. Are you? This is a new line. Are you really this lazy? Hey. Yeah, just trying. That was that was actually four different lines. I can break them. Hey, uh, mandatory warehouse okay. safety meeting today. New line. Are you really this lazy? New line. Hey, new line. Yeah, just trying to get in. Those are your words. Season what, eight. What? First lines. Season eight? Oh, wow. Gosh. It's not. It's is it like the Hideki? It's not the it's not the heart surgeon, right? <laughs> I can't I can't answer that question for you. Is that your Yeah, yeah. That's my answer. Hideki. That's your guess? I think his yeah. name is Hide. But I'm sorry, this is Val. Coming in the warehouse safety oh, meeting. Val. This is Val. Season I would eight. not have guessed that. I'm so I glad I let like you go that. Okay, Matt's like <laughs> Matt's pulling out to a lead. For some reason I thought like I had to go real rogue or else this would be way too easy, but maybe I'm learning. It's definitely <laughs> very hard. <laughs> hey, next time we do an office episode, we're gonna, you know, adjust. We'll nerf the game mechanics and make things a little little easier. Okay. Um the next one, season one. And uh, ten thousand nine hundred sixty lines. How many did Phyllis have? Phyllis had nine hundred nine hundred sixty-two. Ten thousand. Phyllis wasn't like the main character. Like she's, you know, yeah. she's at least. I mean, like, but like she's like one of the top five main characters, right? Top five. I feel like she's top ten, but like that's like a big drop off if you think about it. Okay. Okay. What is uh, so Borsch? You can or no? Borsch got the point, so Will can bet first. Will can bid on the boat. Give me, give me twenty lines. Twenty words. Twenty, twenty lines. I said twenty lines. <laughs> okay, Borsch, the the thing to beat is twenty lines. <laughs> okay, give me fifty words. You, what? What? <laughs> fifty five. words. Five. Give me twenty-five words. Wait, wait, guys, I'm confused. What do you want to do with these words? <laughs> Quote, quote the boat. I don't think that's okay. <laughs> okay. Of course. All right, Why are we quoting quote a boat? boat? It's like a boat is saying anything. <laughs> it's because it rhymes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> she can quote the boat in 25 uh, words. Uh, you know what? I'll let Will quote that Damn boat. It. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Uh, oh, let me. 
find where this one is. Season actually. one? Yes, this is season one, I told you. I just need to, uh, okay. 25. 25. All right, Jim, your quarterlies look very good. How are things at the library? So you've come to the master for guidance. It's Michael Scott. <laughs> that would be Michael Scott. Congratulations, Will McKenzie. <laughs> Slightly more hipster character than Val, but you still <laughs> managed to come up with it. Uh, and we're all tied again, ladies and gentlemen, at two apiece. It's really hard to like read these words and count. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. there's five more. How about we do th- three more? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so this is number five. Um, this is season. Oh, actually, hold on. This might be wrong. Let me just make sure I got this. I can edit this second out if it's bad. How many total sure rounds is this so I can use my quantum leap or whatever it is? <laughs> Your Omega chip? Yeah. Uh, it's it's nine nine rounds okay. is what we said. So uh, we got five more rounds. Correct. But I messed up this one, I can tell. I'm doing my best. There's a lot of data to, to handle <laughs> at once. Okay. So this is person is introduced in season two and the amount of lines they have are 84 uh i will bid at 84 lines (laughs) wait what 45 words guys i'm so confused i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) what do you want to do with these words i said what I say? 45 words? 45 words. Yeah. What about them? <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> I want to qu- <laughs> quote, quote the boat. Okay. Now I'm tracking. Boris. <clears throat> Will thinks he can quote the boat in 45 words. What about you? Um, what's the score? Two all. No, it's, I thought it was three two. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. It's you're two right. all. You're right. Yeah. I will let Will quote that boat in 45 words. Oh, good God. Don't make me read all of these. <laughs> I might stop here. Really. All right. Uh, I need like a clicker. Like uh, I'm Googling a counter so I can like click every time I. Tally marks. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest. You having to count to 45 while reading was like 80% of my motivation for letting <laughs> Will quote that boat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Hello, end line. Finally made it, end line. This is all yours, end line. Oh my goodness, that's great, end line. Oh, right, I remember, end line. With the picture, end line. Sure, end line. Oh, end line. (laughs) Well, there he is, end line. Hi, oh. handsome. End line. Oh, thank you. So, we ready for dinner? End line. We're at 36. 
Oh, I don't believe that. 41. Oh, anything is fine. 45. And that's hilarious because the next line is a dead giveaway. So you, <laughs> you've got him right in the right spot, Boris. <laughs> but do you know? Do you need me to repeat those? I can read them fast now. No, no. Um, hello. I'm not going to get this. Don't, Finally I don't want to hear I really don't want to hear it again. Um, <laughs> what, how many lines? It was like 80-something? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, season I think two. 80, 84 lines. It's not Jan. It's not... I seriously, so I, I seriously can't even 45. guess. I literally can't even guess. What you can't it? guess? All no, those lines are like two sentence responses to questions. <laughs> that are okay. like so generic. What is uh, it? You, uh, this is Pam's mom, Helene. Damn it. And the next line is, so which one is Jim? Question yeah, mark. Yeah. Damn it. That would have gotten That, that would have given, given it away, right? So yeah. that, Matt Wyborski playing the game, not the game. He's... <laughs> He's in the lead, 3-2. That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah, great job. Okay. Um, so, yeah, now we've got... Oh, I almost just said it. This guy, person, man or woman, is introduced in season one and has 1,238 total lines. Will, the bid is to you. You can do it in 20. Okay. Borsk? 20 words? Yeah. Quote the boat, baby. Have at it. All right, quote the boat. Um, again, I'm going to I did the same thing to Borsk. I'm going to omit something obvious. Um, basically I will only omit if they say their name, which is what I did cuz David Wallace's first line is David cuz he's introducing himself. Okay. Season 1. 20 words. It's not my real name. Then Regis, then Reg, then Roger, then mm. Mr. Rogers. We're loading at one. No. I think that was 20 words. It's not my real name line. Blank, then Regis, then Re... Reggie, then Roger, then Mr. Rogers. We're loading uh, at one. That is Daryl Philbin, Will McKenzie, connecting wow. that name train and tying the game at three points. We're in crunch time here. Uh, just three questions left. Both players with their Omega chips still online. <laughs> so okay, hold uh, on. Remind me what the uh, the reverse flux capacitor does again. <laughs> The Omega chip, you can cast it to reveal the episode title. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like the least I'll helpful I'll power I'll of the whole time. I'll tell you what, what season, what number episode, and what the title is. Or uh, maybe you can, or you can barter with your Omega chip, and maybe the gods can give you some barter. other piece of information. Can I use it for one point? No. Damn. Okay. But it's a good try. If you get Will to agree to give you his Omega chip. I will accept two Omega chips for one point. Damn, that'd be tough to do. All right, so we're all tied up at 3-3. And this next one is season three with 3,761 lines. 
And we're going to Borsk this time to bid on his boat quote. Season three. Man, I'm having such a hard time reconstructing the timeline of these characters. Um, it's okay. You've got a flux capacitor. I will need... A hundred words? <laughs> okay. Well... I'm going to do zero words. I'm just going to guess. I think I know it. Wow. Okay. And, uh, uh, you could quote that boat, my friend. Uh, okay. Karen. Will, that is a bold strategy. Quoting the boat with zero. I'm sorry. It is not Karen <laughs> Filippelli. This is Andy Bernard. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just went for it. A great idea in the ballpark. If you just would have gotten two words Ooh, out of I it, you would I should have bartered. <laughs> that was like, damn it. Yeah, you should have got I mean, honestly, you could have said 20 and I would have given it to you. Yeah, and you would have got it off too. His first line is, hey, big tuna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Boris uh, seizes the overconfidence and takes another point. Four to three, Matt. <laughs> Uh, good I'm, God. I'm a Great genius. guess, though. You're right in the same branch, Will. Same timeline. Now going into round eight. Um, Man. <laughs> the easiest one. No, this is this is the hardest one. Oh, thank God. Um, well, actually, maybe not. Maybe not. This is season one, and there are a total of... 14 lines for this character. <laughs> Wait, season one, 14 lines? In the whole series, 14 lines. Yep. Um, so, Will, your bid. I have a feeling I know who it is. 14 <laughs> lines, that's not... Go zero again, bro. No, I don't know the name. Um, 14 lines, if season one. If you go zero again and cast your Omega chip, I'll double the points for this round. I, I don't think I know it. I'll go forty-five. <laughs> okay. Wait, guys. Let's let's let me help you. It helps to start your answer with, "I think I can quote that boat in." No, okay. Wait. So that. how did you bid forty-five? Oh, forty-five words. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Okay. Uh, a small-time season one character. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about that one. That's You're at okay. uh, one forty-eight thirty-six. Cut that out. Um, one forty-eight. Oh my god! I'll write it down. I know it's been going for so long. <laughs> well, we had some downtime. Yes, that's true. Um, you said forty-five. Yeah. Will and the character has words. fourteen lines. Yeah, yes, about all of them. I'll take forty. Do it. Shit. <laughs> I think you get this. I let me bring up my counter. Good God. Uh, what do you think we were going to say? Four words? Yeah. I said okay. I did say zero last time. So he that's did say I, zero. <laughs> unless all of their first been, lines were, hi, my name is character name. <laughs> well, that one would have been, so, the one that we didn't get to read would have been the easiest one with hi, big tuna. It would have been um, the, the only easy one. All right, here you go. Season one. Uh, 40 words coming at you, Borsk. Oh, I'm all set. Thanks. Line. Great. We're all set. Line. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Great. And like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks for filling these out. Oop, I need to expand this. And I promise I'll make this quick. That's uh, it? No, no, no. That's not You it. said that's thank it. you 35 times. That was 35 <laughs> words, actually. Exactly. Uh, okay. And uh, at diversity today, our philosophy. At, wait, hold on. Hold on. Read the last five words you said again. At diversity today, our philosophy. At diver Is there a company like diversity? <laughs> diversity day. Wait, are you saying diversity today or at diversity day? At diversity today, our philosophy. At diversity today, comma, our philosophy. I honestly have absolutely zero idea. <laughs> Okay. Which Will is probably like just chomping no, at the I, bit to get this no, one. I have no idea. I've, I got nothing. I uh, have. I mean, I feel like the way that it sounds, it sounds like it's like some person who comes in for like one episode to do like a sensitivity training or something. Uh, yeah, that's exactly who it is. This is this is Mr. Brown. He is the Boo. teacher for diversity. How the hell today. am I supposed Boo. to know that? Because there's a joke about it. Because like, because he introduced, he said, he tells Michael, you can call me Mr. Brown. And Michael goes, nice try. <laughs> like, it acts like it's. No offensive. one remembers that. No one remembers Never, that. That's that's a, it's one of the best episodes. Uh, I, is it tied? Tied going what, into it? That, yeah, it's tied going yeah, into the last round. Moving. Let's keep moving. If it was okay. tied, I would have asked Will to barter his Omega coin to me so that we could make it retied <laughs> to, to make up Dang. for that ridiculous well, I'm character. Sa I'm sad we missed that. Uh, okay. Um, here we go. This is another season one person, and the amount of total lines they have is... 1,379. And we're going to go to Matt. first for betting. Bidding. Sorry. What season again? Season one. 1,379 lines total. 13,000? 1,300. Thir oh, sorry. 1,300. Okay. Then, uh, uh, I'll bid ten thousand words. <laughs> I will do. I will do twenty. To do it, yeah, Will can quote that boat. I want to bring in the Omega Casa Omega chip to quote the boat. Okay. I would like to counter his Omega chip with my Omega chip. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bold strategy. All right. All right. Uh, I will go down to nineteen words to, to cast out his Omega chip. Oh, he brings uh, in the word. Let me uh, let me roll for initiative. <laughs> Uh, what's your armor class? <laughs> Will, does a, does a 17 hit? <laughs> I get, fine, I'll do it in 10 uh, no, words. No, 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 Will, you no, get 19 no, no, words. No, 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 I, I like no, Will's play, 19 you, words to yeah, cancel Will, the Omega chip. Will, you get 19 chip. words, to, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the Omega chip. Uh, I'm going to get you the titles, or, or the n titles of these episodes. Well, the first one episodes. he appears in is the pilot, and if we make it to another episode, I will tell you. 
So the 20 words from the pilot. Uh, let me clear my counter. You guys better update your resumes just like I'm doing. End of line. Can't you just tell us? End of line. Yeah, but Michael, what if they... Stanley Hudson. Only I'm sorry, that is lines? Oscar Martinez. So close. You're uh, in the right realm of character. <laughs> Matt Wyborski with surprisingly little knowledge about <laughs> office quotes <laughs> is going to come out with this. I think this is your first victory on List Wars, right? It's you my got smoked first and- not being stomped. Yeah, AJ stomped you, then Joe stomped you, and here you are rising above the ashes to to soar through the skies victoriously how does it feel matt honestly i'm just glad that i got over myself and just learned to play the game for what the game is which is impossible and let will try and guess every time well i you know many people have been writing in just waiting for you to get over yourself so i'm glad we finally got to see it happen today uh ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to list wars please write in with feedback or just continue to blow up my dms at uh <laughs> list wars list wars podcast at gmail.com seriously write in fun stuff i want us to like just go to the emails one week and rank a topic that we have no idea about right like mystery list topic in the headline and we won't look at it we'll open it live on air and if it's not a dick pic we'll rank it um, oh, I'm gonna rank that dick pic okay we'll rank your send us your dick pics we'll rank them um, and yeah, be a that's a great it. episode <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening Matt Warborski I'll leave it to you you get the last word you're the winner of the game close us out sign us off uh, next episode top five dip, dick pics in Mike's DM <laughs> alright bye bye I remember in junior year of high school, AJ said the best way to get in touch with him was email. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. When when AJ was 16, he wanted to be 60. <laughs> and now that he's past 16, he spends every moment trying to be 16. <laughs>